No, 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 no one. No one gives you fatties like Skippy and Bish. Show me the money. Let's, let's get it rolling. BetQL picking fatties. Hey, what's up? Welcome back to BetQL picking fatties. Thanks for listening. It is Friday, February 10th, 2023. It's Bish and Skip with you. I'm actually in Blacksburg, Virginia at the Hyatt Place down on the campus of Virginia Tech. Skippy's up out west in the Rockies, Colorado Springs. Skip, I'm down here this weekend for a, uh, it's called a Daddy's Drop-In Weekend. Some guy organized it, 48 dads coming down from the D.C. area. Well, actually all over the place and uh, hanging out with their kids. So I'm, I'm here for the weekend. There's no games. Tech's not playing a home game. Just going to be uh, hitting a bar crawl here in a little bit. But the first thing we need to talk about is the fact that we were on fire last night with our plays. Um, I know we hit three. Um, we might have hit four. But um, the Pepperdine-BYU game flew over. My well, that was, my, that was the only one that mattered. You know. Well, my Arizona play mattered. Well, yeah, and, that one, um, I'm saying for me. Yeah, well, we, we just called it to a T, didn't we? I think we just we knew exactly how these teams play. We talked about the um, efficiency, defensive and offensive, and we just nailed it, especially with the uh, Arizona-Cal game. Uh, 85 for Arizona. Cal hung around for a little while and then did did got hammered. Uh, BYU, God, Pepperdine was on fire. That game was on TV. They just made everything. Right. Everything. Um <clears throat> But I just love picking fatties when they just they kind of end up the way we predict. I think I predicted an 83-58 final in the Arizona Cal game. It was 85-62. Yeah, it's lunacy. So pure uh, lunacy. You said the you said the 152 was way, way too low, and they got to 172, I think. But um Oral Roberts was a winner. Florida Atlantic won by a bucket, I think, which kind of surprised me. Um yeah, they might be having some issues, Richie's. They might be yeah, having some yes. issues. I mean, they're not they're not dominating like they were. But there's not. I mean, what are you going to do about it? There's nothing you can do about it. They either they play or they don't play. What are you going to do? Um, but I tell you what, I was surprised by is uh, St. Mary's going to Loyola. Now Loyola is not bad. Loyola's got a winning record, seventeen and nine. They got a winning record in the West Coast Conference. Uh, but St. Mary's have been so hot. They got a two-game lead over Gonzaga in the WCC. And, of course, they just pulled off that huge win over Gonzaga. Um, but going to Loyola and losing when they got up to 15 in the rankings, I thought that was a little surprising. You know, Loyola, Santa Clara mm-hmm. on a given night, the conference is the best it's been in, in a while, I think. It's pretty deep. It is deep. I, I would agree with that. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to go to the tournament a bunch of those teams, but two of know, them will. You, no, two of them will. But you throw Santa Clara and send Santa Clara to, I don't know, to a Florida on a given day. You don't know. I mean, it's not like the old, you know, where they just get hammered most of those teams. Santa Clara's got some players that can score. Loyola obviously has some players. Right. Pepperdine has one NBA player for sure. Gonzaga's right. come back down to earth. So, yeah, Gonzaga I wasn't really... just yeah, Gonzaga just doesn't have the guard play. I mean, if you look at the teams ahead of them in the rankings, they don't have the guard play that Purdue has. They don't have the guard play that Houston has. They definitely don't have the guard play that uh, Alabama has. 
Um, they don't have the guard play Arizona has. Hell, I don't even think they have the guard play that a team like Xavier has or Creighton. But, Correct. Um, but you'll get two from the West Coast Conference. You're going to get, obviously, Gonzaga, and you're going to get St. Mary's, and then we'll see what happens. One of those two teams is going to win the conference tournament. Right. Um, what was I going to say? Anything else surprise you from last night? Not written. That was what I was going to say. Not really. I mean, it's a big weekend this weekend, obviously, because now you're starting to get some positioning going on, like enormous game for Bama at Auburn, right? Mm-hmm. Um, right. A couple other big games, obviously. I mean, the team. Let's, I mean, I don't even know who everyone's playing yet, but these teams, like the Kentuckys, the Carolinas, the Kentuckys Duke, at Georgia, yeah, yeah, Kentuckys at Georgia. They should I mean, win that game. They have to have that win. But some of the other those teams, there's about eight to ten teams that are normally we're not even thinking that they might not make the tournament mm-hmm. that that are in that are in what we call a spot, and they and this is an enormous weekend because people, hey. After this weekend, February is two more weeks, and then you are officially into March. I'll tell you what. You, you look at um, West Virginia is going to play a noon game, and we're, we're recording on Friday night, but, of course, it's going to drop Saturday morning. So West Virginia is going to play at Texas. Now, West Virginia is really good at home. Um, I can't imagine Texas is going to lose that game at home. But West Virginia is one of those bubble teams. Um, you know, if they can win those games at home and maybe steal one or two on the road the rest of the way, they might be able to sneak in as maybe the last Big 12 team. But West Virginia's at Texas. Uh, you already mentioned uh, Alabama at Auburn. Um, the thing about Auburn is, man, they're just so offensively challenged. Oh. And if Alabama yeah. just kind of plays a B minus game, I just think that they they've got too much offense for Auburn. But yeah, I there's totally there's definitely agree. some huge game. UConn at Creighton, big game, big game. Creighton, Creighton <clears throat> since an early start, Creighton has played really well. Like mm-hmm. they've played really well. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't. I mean, I think obviously Auburn's going to make it. Like there's going to be some. I'm interested this March on there's going to be, we talked about the other day, there's going to be some very, very, very tricky spots for uh, some of these bigger teams that we think are going to advance. They're going to go down early mm-hmm. because, because you have some teams, like I said, like the Florida Atlantics, mm-hmm. um, like, you know, and I know Marquette Marquette will actually be, uh, but Marquette can play. Um, a Kansas state, if they make the turn, you know, teams like that are going to upset some other teams that you might normally not think, yep. you know what I mean? So I, I don't know. We'll see the, t- the team that I, and I think I talked to you about this uh, a couple of days ago, the team that I th- would watch out for now that they're kind of a hundred percent healthy is Baylor and Baylor. Yes. Baylor has won eight of nine. Um, they lost at Texas by five a couple weeks ago. But um, they play a huge game against TCU on Saturday at TCU. That'll be a challenge. But Baylor – That's the come-to-Jesus game to me for TCU as well. Yeah. Like, but Baylor – it's a big game. But Baylor is so good and so well-coached, and they've got experience, especially at the guards. And they've got um, – they're really deep, and they can shoot it. And I just think that Baylor is going to be one of those teams. I'm not sure what seed they're going to be, maybe a t- two or a three, kind of depending on what happens. But that's the one team from the Big 12 that I would look out for. Kansas State, definitely. TCU, definitely. Texas, definitely. But Baylor would be the team I would really look for to make a Final Four run. I can see that. Yep. Duke yep. playing at Virginia. 
um, four o'clock tip on Saturday. Um, Duke's going to be in trouble in that game. I'll right. Tell you that. Yeah. Duke will be in trouble. Virginia's going to be pissed because Virginia, you know, Virginia needs to kind of make their move, right? I mean, so they're going to be, they're going to be a little bit salty. Mm-hmm. Um, looking to make a move. That's going to be a good game. That's a big game for. Uh, that's a big game. Well, it's it's a bigger game for Duke, obviously, because they're bubbleish well, yeah. right now. But I think right. they're on the right side of the bubble right now with eight conference wins. But they're, um, I think, just for, I think Virginia is going to really challenge them. Now they're now Duke's much bigger than Virginia, but I think that Duke's going to, especially with all those freshmen coming in, I think that they're going to have a, a a real problem. Yeah, but Virginia's John way. Paul Jones Arena. I think Virginia. What? Look, we don't know the early line. I, I, I'm going to call it right now. Okay, yeah. I'm taking. I'm going to say that Virginia hammers them. That's yeah. what I'm going to say. I I love that play. Here's another one I really like. Uh, now this is probably going to be a pretty big line. It's probably going to be the high teens, maybe even low twenties. But Louisville goes to Miami. Oh, and Louisville Louisville is currently three and twenty one. Okay. Um, the only win in the last two and a half months was Georgia Tech at home by 10. Um, they just can't score. And Miami's guards are really going to cause a lot of problems. But if you look at Louisville right now, in terms of offensive efficiency, they're averaging 63 points a game. They shoot 33% from three-point land. Miami's guards are just going to cause a lot of problems for Louisville. So I'm Miami's my number one play on the board for Saturday. And mine's Virginia. God, we're all over the ACC, aren't we? Well, there's a million other games like Oral Roberts going to smoke whoever they play tomorrow. I can't remember. I've just looked at it earlier. I don't have it in front of me. Um, Pepperdine plays San Francisco. Now San Francisco will score and just have lots of fun scoring. So if that totals a nice number in the mid one fifties, that could be another play. Um, Oral Roberts in- is playing Western Illinois, by the way, at Western right. Illinois. And they'll just they just beat Western Illinois a few weeks ago by like thirty at home. Got it. And, Love it. And they didn't play great. To, now they're not the same team on the road, but oh, God, they give up a lot of points, and boy, do they score! So I expect that game to probably go over. That will not be a super high total, probably one in the one fifties. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's another game I like. Love Love Boise State against Wyoming. Um, I think that's I think that's a nine o'clock tip. Cowboys I'm are pretty sure, but they this year. They're playing Wyoming at home. Um, about two and a half weeks ago, they went to Wyoming and beat them 85-68. Boise can score. They can score. They've got they got a really good guard. They got a really good guard and a really good forward. But their guard um, Max Rice can shoot the three. He's averaging 14, 15. They got another big white guy at forward who's, you know, they're pretty balanced. I think they have four or five guys who can average double figures, but they shoot the three really well. So I like Boise at home against Wyoming as well as Miami against Louisville. I just, uh, things are jumping off the screen to me right now. Well, it's different. It's harder because, again, if we did this in the morning, you would actually see the the, the lines and, and the live line. I mean, we could yeah. go find opening lines, I guess, but. Hey, look, I'm just telling the listeners. Look at those two games, Boise and Miami. You want a money line parlay it? Maybe throw San Diego State in there against UNLV. I don't hate that play. 
Uh, I was Marquette, surprised the Marquette other night going to Georgetown. I like that too. I was surprised the other night San Diego State got off to just a monstrous lead on Utah State. Now that game came down to the last shot, but mm-hmm. watch for Utah State to possibly bounce back this weekend as well. I think I think Utah State is playing on. They might be playing on Sunday. Well, they might be playing on Sunday. Either way, I'm just saying that watch for their weekend game. That one of the teams that's Actually, really no, no, no. they're not playing Sunday. Sorry. Uh, for, uh, Utah State is not playing this weekend. Oh, they're not playing this weekend. Their next their next time out. Watch out for them to maybe bounce. Hey, back tell me, game. tell me what you think about this <laughs> game. Now, this this game is Friday night, and of course, that's... this is dropping Saturday. But just because I'm I'm going to play it. New Mexico is giving seven at Air Force. Um, I'll be honest with you, that New Mexico team has really, really struggled the last four or five games. Struggled. I would probably in that game, to be honest, because Air Force will score. The I'm going to say the totals what 141. Um, by the way, they played a f- couple weeks ago. 81 yeah. 73 was the final. Right. Uh, the total is currently uh, 140. Yeah, over. You like that play, okay? Yeah, it's. I mean, I don't like it. I fucking love. It. I love it. <laughs> no, because New um, Mexico doesn't. Yeah. They they don't play great D, and they'll get up and down. And, and Air Force isn't going to stop New Mexico. New Mexico has some scores. They got Mashburn Junior., who's a freak. The other guard, I can't he's, remember his name. He's really good. Yeah. He's really good. They're one of the top duos in the country. They're gonna be able to score, but air force will score enough. I mean, you think about that game, 70, 74 to 67. I mean, that's not a high scoring game. That that's what they've New Mexico's got. You mentioned they got Mashburn's kid, Jamal Mashburn jr. They got Jalen house, Jalen house house. Yeah. They got his son. Yeah. So now Mashburn Jr.'s averaging 20 and then house is averaging 17, 18. They got another kid who averages 16. Man, they got, He's got, got three kids that can really fill it up. They average 82 a game. Mashburn Jr. has the best, bar none, and it's not even an argument, mid-range game that I've seen in college basketball maybe ever, actually. Really? Yep, maybe ever. And he's, you know what? He's not as he's not as tall as his dad. He's, he's about 6'2". What, what I mean by that is he he's an elbow guy. Right. I mean, he'll take some threes, but he's an elbow guy religiously. Both sides of the hills go elbow to elbow, elbow. And we just. And he'll kill you. He'll kill you. We haven't seen that in the college game in 20 years. There hasn't been anyone. They don't even. In fact, in the NBA, there is no such thing. That game is gone. I mean, the, the microwave Vinny. Remember Vinny Johnson? I mean, he was the. Of course. You, know, you, didn't, you didn't. You didn't. You haven't seen a college player that just take that just dominates the mid range game. If anyone mm-hmm. will watch him play like him and he's right. really good at it. Right. Yeah. No, he is good. Um, and of not course he knows he, the game. Not just he's good. He doesn't take a lot of threes. He doesn't force the threes. He'll, mm-hmm. he'll take those three steps in, go to that elbow and pop it. Yeah. Um, moving over to the big East. Uh, Marquette's going to play at Georgetown. The last time Marquette played Georgetown, they beat him by 25, and Marquette scored 95. And Marquette can get up and down. You know, they're averaging in the low 80s. Sometimes they struggle a little bit from the three, but they've got a bunch of guys that are averaging 10 to 14, 15 a game. And Georgetown is going to go – right now they're 1-12 in conference. They're going to go 1-13. I would look at Marquette 
at Georgetown, laying the points, certainly in a money line parlay. If you want to do a four or five game money line parlay, I like that too. But can you believe Georgetown's going to be one and fourteen in the conference? They might go one and nineteen. They might not win another conference game. They've got St. John's at home. They've got Butler at home. Possible they can win one of those, but I would not be surprised if they're one and nineteen in the conference. I mean, I don't know what you do if you're Georgetown. You're trying to give Patrick Ewing a shot. You know, good guy. Obviously, he was the one of their best players ever, probably the best player there ever. Right. Uh, but, I mean, you're talking about, you know, when I was growing up with my dad, we would, and he just didn't like John Thompson. Well, who liked John Thompson? I mean, he was hell of a coach, but you just love to hate him. He was but a little rough around the edges, yeah. You just love to hate him. I mean, him, and yeah. but the matchups with Karnaseka, and and Bayheim, I mean, they were just classic. And you've seen the Georgetown program go from that, and then and Raleigh, slowly, Massimino, oh, God, and Raleigh, so and, and and you've seen it go from that just to less and less. And then it was okay, and they made the tournament a few times. And you had Allen Iverson in there in the '90s, right? And they in the and even in the, some of the 2000. But that program in the last five years has just become a dumpster fire, and it's shocking because. I mean, that's a mecca for basketball, a mecca, the D.C. area. And, and he can go all – he can go to New York. He can go down south. I mean, it's crazy. And it's not like he doesn't know the game. I mean, he was an NBA assistant well, obviously for – Obviously, he knows the game. Yeah, I mean, he was an NBA assistant for, I don't know, 10, 12 years, maybe longer. Um, and then he gets to Georgetown. Think about this, Skip. Think about this. He currently – is one and thirteen in the conference. Okay, he was zero and nineteen in the conference last year. So if he goes one and nineteen this year, that means he's one and thirty-eight in conference play. That's actually hard to do. That's it hard to hard. do, even with yeah, a bad crazy. team. That's hard to do. Oh well, yeah, it's impossible to do. It, it, you and I could coach a team that you know. And the funny, and they've lost, and they've and they've had a lot of close losses too. That's what's really weird. Yeah, but man, can you imagine they go one and thirty-eight in Big East play in two years? I I gotta believe he's gone after this year. But oh yeah, 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 he definitely is. They're gonna wait until the end of the year, and it'll be a mutual. You know, um, he'll resign. They won't fire him, but it'll be a forced resignation. But I just can't believe a team like Georgetown is that bad. Um. Man, they're just there's a lot of good matchups. And like I said yesterday, we're about 17 days away from the first conference tournament, the Atlantic Sun, where Liberty right now, I think, is the top seed um, in the Atlantic Sun. Let me check that. Let me make a seat. If the Atlantic Sun started today, yep, Liberty would be the one seed. Kennesaw State would be the two. I can't wait for conference tournament play. It's going to be. Oh, fun. it's right around the corner. It's right here. I'm, I'm going to just throw so much cash around. That's what I'm going to do. So, so for just so people know, you we're out. We're we're going to wrap it now because there's not much more to talk about today because we're not giving the picks. Um, we will on the Super Bowl. Let, let's get your final Super Bowl pick before we roll, and then. We won't be doing any – this show is going to drop tomorrow. You're going to be traveling on Sunday. So we're going to be back for a recap on Monday. That's all Yeah, right. I mean, I don't know what time I'll get back to the house on Sunday. Uh, well, yeah, I'm not worried. So If I did anything so – let's, You know what? Let's, let's, since I'm just hanging out here in the bar, let's just do a little uh, Super Bowl preview right now. Right. And I do uh, have a prop that I do like. Okay, I'm I'm just gonna say it now. I am going to do I am gonna go with the over at fifty. 
Wow. A lot of people like that, you know? A lot of people do like that number. Well, it doesn't it, seem like it's too hard to get to based on their. Oh, the, it definitely can. Kansas City's not been scoring in the playoffs. They they for years, the last few years. They, you look at their playoff games recently. I mean, well, that's that's not true. They did against Buffalo, but uh, last year. But you know, this year, I mean, they didn't. They scored twenty seven against Jacksonville, and they scored twenty three against Cincy. So it's definitely hard to get there, but. A lot yep. of it will be the pace of the game and what happens, right? Does some team get out to a lead? Because that forces pace, especially in the second half of that game. So I, I, that's what that's what my play is. We've talked about it enough. I think the lines on Philly, both offense and defensive line, could get after it. But I just feel like there's going to be some points. I, I like that. Um, the play I really like, and I'm logging into my FanDuel account as we speak, but um, I like Philly. And – I like Philly for three reasons. Number one, I like the fact that um, Jalen Hurts is, you know, he obviously adds a, a, a running factor, you know, a, a running feature to his game, something that Patrick Mahomes can't do right now. Um, if Patrick Mahomes was 100%, I certainly love it, but, but he's not Jalen Hurts. All right, now Jalen Hurts isn't Patrick Mahomes when he drops back either, but they can run the ball. Their offensive line's the best in the NFL. And I just think that Hurts is going to make some plays in the run game, bouncing out of the pocket. And I think he's going to hurt Kansas City that way. Number two, I just loved – I mean, Kansas City's got Kelsey. Love Kelsey. He's the best in, in uh, tight end in the league. He's going to Hall of Fame. And he usually has big games in the postseason. But they don't have the receivers that the Eagles have. Devontae and A.J. Brown are legit. Goddard's legit. Um Miles Sanders, he's better than anybody that Kansas City has at RB. Gainwell, backing him up. He can catch balls out of the backfield and hurt you. I just think their overall offensive ro- roster is better. It's deeper, especially with the offensive line. And then the third thing is Kansas City starts – I believe they start two rookies at corner. Pretty sure Reed is a is a uh, either a rookie or a second-year guy, and the other guy is a rookie. So – I, you put Devontae out there and A.J. Brown against two rookies, I think they're going to make some plays, man. I really do. Um, so I just think overall the roster's deeper than Kansas City's. Mahomes is legit. You know, he's he's great. But I just think that the overall roster is better. Their offensive line is better. The defensive line had 70 sacks. They're going to get after Mahomes. And I just think the Eagles is the play. So I'm going to lay the one and a half with the Eagles. And my prop bet is on the flip side, Travis Kelsey. Mahomes is going to be looking for Kelsey all game long. If you look at his last 10 postseason games, eight of those he's had over 79 yards receiving. His number right now is 79 and a half. I'm going to go over 79 and a half receiving yards for Travis Kelsey as my one player prop because – He's going to be looking for for Kelsey all game long, and I I like that. So, Eagles minus the one and a half is my uh, game play. Kelsey over seventy nine and a half receiving yards is my player prop play. I love it. I mean, no, we're just, I love it. All right, we'll just, wrap it. So, fatties, that's what we're doing. I'll probably, uh, yeah, this will drop tomorrow morning, and then, like I said, you and I will be back on Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, good luck, everyone. Like I said, hold, if no hold one- on a second. Hey, Mike, you want to hook me up with another one, bro? My man. 
my man Mike over there is getting me another drink. Mikey. Mikey. Um, so tonight, no one's going to hear this, but yeah, I like the New Mexico over the 140 tonight. And then we'll be back. Like I said, tweet that luck. out. Tweet that play out. Good luck on the Super Bowl. And um, and my plays are going to be. Now we don't know the numbers right now, but yeah, we don't plays, know the numbers. The plays I was looking at was Marquette. I was looking at Miami. Um, I was looking at uh, Boise State, and I gave another one, but I can't remember what it was. But I, I like look. There's a ton of games I really like, but those are the three that I, you like UVA too against Duke. They're going to kill Duke. So. Yeah. All, All right, right dippy. have I fun with talk. the kids. We'll talk tomorrow. I'll send you some pics. Send me some pics. Peace! What's up? It's Skippy. You've been listening to BetQL Picking Fatties. If you like what you hear from Bish and myself, make sure you subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. Leave a rating, and you want to keep coming back every day because we have new episodes being released seven days a week, and we're giving out. Peace.